Hello, hi, and welcome to the Podical Sons Podcast. This is your co-host, Brandon Newman. With me always is my brother from the same mother and father, as we like to reiterate often because of our community and how the people are raised, uh, Lance Newman, a.k.a. Mr. Spread Love. This is episode 42. How are you doing today, Lawrence? Woo, woo, woo. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. I am alive. I am awake. Hey, what happened? Amen. 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 How are you doing? I, I haven't, we haven't spoke in quite some time. Uh, it's been a long time. We shouldn't have left you without a dope podcast to listen to. But we are here now uh, for the Sorry musical stylings. And um, I thought I, I you you had mentioned you were maybe going to link up with Robert Shoulders and some of the other homies to, you know, uh, give people give people a little content. Well, what happened with the with the extra extra bonus? I've been I've been a little occupado. Uh, recently and 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 we'll get to that but yeah no i've been working myself up to it i'm uh and uh, it's still going to happen i'm um i was uh kind of getting a feel for when you were going to be um unavailable and then like schedule it around that so like the next couple podcasts will probably be like at i'm gonna like knock them out when i know people you know have time that was that was the window the window between the last podcast and this podcast was when I was going to be unavailable. And then I thought that we was the only made that window? clear. Yeah, I don't, I mean, yes. I, I didn't know. I didn't know that was the only window. You only needed two weeks? I mean, we put up episodes when we're lucky every two weeks. So, uh, and yeah, Guess like. What? Guess what, what y'all? What's Guess the, oh, what what's that, Lance? Why was Brandon unavailable? Cause, cause he was pulling a baby out of a vagina. Not, not, not me physically, but I was, I was part of the, the, the pushing, the, the pushing inspire inspiration process. But do, yes, do you think you could do that? Do you think you, what? you would be good at that? Like pulling babies out? I think I could be good at anything, but that's the, uh, it's more of a. A god-given hubris than a like a ego you know like oh, whatever right it is on. that whatever task god has put in front of me i think i can and handle it but i hope never to be able to um this is lance is referring to uh my wife michelle and i you can find her on episode blah 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 uh, half shell um her audio is better than lance's and uh we brought our second child into the world bam, 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 our bam, bam. S- that's for all of you who are listening that aren't following me on instagram got a lot of love there when we posted our reveal pictures of uh mac j newman uh, our second born son uh so happy that he's here our family feels more fuller than it ever has um it's it's a it's a blessing and a half but we have listeners from indonesia and uh, random parts of europe and different things like that so if you're not following me on the gram uh you may have missed it um but that's what we was doing uh that's why i was a hashtag out of the loop uh, a little bit kind of unplugged in, in a great beautiful way you know when things slow down you just kind of focus on the things that matter it's, it's really really nice um i've been away from work uh for the last x amount of days unpaid leave uh shout out to uh walking out on faith um no i just contractor employee so you know they if i'm not doing any work i don't get no pay um 
but no, it's 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 been great. And um, Mac J is a full, a little bit over a week old already. Already uh, getting getting bigger, and uh, he's got all kinds of faces. Not a lot of them are smiles. Uh, I, I oh. I'm very interested in his uh, his personality as it grows. My biggest thing that I was con- constantly worried about was his relationship with Carter and how Carter, uh, our first son, would respond to a new baby uh, and, uh, and attention being drawn to him. So we've been doing a lot of prepping. You know, you tell him you're going to be a big brother, but you know, what does a one and a half year old really understand or know about? what it means to be a big brother, what a little brother means, like what babies in the house really means. Um, but honestly, it's been a complete blessing. He is so, so gentle and kind mm. and mm. thoughtful, uh, mm. cares about his little brother because mm. baby Mac is what he says uh, when he's referring to or, or Mac J, his uh, first and middle name. And uh, don't try any of these things for my passwords. I've already, I'm up, I'm up on y'all. Uh, but it's been a great experience. And honestly, uh, Michelle said this a little bit later and it was, it was kind of, uh, apropos to kind of how it's, we've been feeling high shout out to the last podcast when we was uh, thrown around apropos. Um, Michelle said it was the, it was the best day of her life when Carter first met Mac J and, and Mm. the, the love he had for him. And, um, just, uh, you can see it almost kind of puts me back to, I don't know how, how, it must have been in our household when I first came home for you because uh, we're we're two years apart, uh, kind of the same, you know, 22 and a half months, whatever the thing is bet- uh, between um, Mac and, 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 and Carter. And there's all kinds of pictures of you uh, giving me raspberries or like, you know, us in the same crib at, at wild different ages. So uh, I I hearken back to those times, and um, it's been it's been quite nice just kind of focusing in because now you know it's the difference between like parenting and coming at the whole aspect of parenting. Uh, when you come to a first time around, you don't know shit. You can look up all the things you need to know and stuff, but it's just it's very hard to duplicate that level of strain. As I said, when it first happened, when Carter was first born, the sleep deprivation it was like. And the, the the work it was uh, the closest I had felt to football camp, like uh, in, in in college, like training camp before the season starts. They just grind, and it's just not that now. And I don't know if it's because we know what to expect, and or you know we're around family. Mom's here; she's helping out a lot, uh, spending a lot of time uh, holding holding Mac J while we get a chance to put Carter down. So we've kind of been in the same routine uh, with the extra hands with her parents and. And uh, Carter gets dropped off at uh, his at Michelle's parents' house every morning, call it Grammy School, just to kind of give us the afternoon to to get you know get things that, that we need to get ironed out and, and and focus on Mac J. But honestly, the whole thing's been a blessing. Uh, this is why you walk in faith and not fear, because uh, it really feels good. And also, we're excited to like now that we see Carter and how long or what he's done and how he's grown over the first you know who's going to be two in March. Uh, you know, first two years of his life, we're even more excited for Mac J and seeing like how he grows and, and, you know, the love that he's going to be surrounding him. Um, so yeah, man, it's, it's been, it's been good. Uh, I've, it's been, yeah, it's been, it's been really of, healthy. You made a lot of points and um, 
want to touch on um you gotta stop you gotta stop you went hard uh, i know no you I, I honestly i was like i was like i was waiting for you to to jump in and you never gave me like a little cue but you was like a- actively listening i was like oh maybe the listeners are listening maybe i should just uh yeah no we were, li- we were listening we were listening and our hearts are warm from it from from listening like it was beautiful i mean it was really dope uh i will say um i don't remember the day you came in i do not but i do remember a like just forever love for you like i uh, like mm. i remember like even before mom and dad it was like i love this person like i it doesn't matter what <laughs> like is going on like this person can do no wrong um and oh, this that's person, cool this person is like you know this is this is the this is the person this is the person and it's interesting like, that this, like, is the, this is like forever forever homie yes like this is this is um like like best friend we can say we talk around the best friend status you know like that's like a lot of people like feel that and obviously you you can change the terms whatever and stuff but like that level of closeness and that's why i think it's 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 fair to just call it best friend status because you have certain friends that you meet along life that like kind of meet that level of of yeah of, but it's a it's 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 it's, it's weird though it's like pet because because like <laughs> Like pet best friend, cause like yes, pet cause best like, friend. Because oh they mean God. they mean more than they mean more than your best friends. Because you got to protect your right. pet. Right? Your best friend, you don't necessarily right. got to protect. Right, you just your pet needs you. for the your pet needs you. That's that's what it feels like. <laughs> like that's what it feels like. It feels like like this thing must be protected at all costs. And like there is a a fierce uh, a fierce possession that goes on in the older siblings mine Mm. like there's a fierce like you are mine so why are you like you can't be anything other than that you know i don't care where you go in life so it's very and like you're it's 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 dope to see like mac is you and carter is now me in your like existence and you're going to see like carter do all this like big brother shit that you like deplored in me and you're going to like check him on it and you know I, I i look forward to seeing those like you ain't what, got to, it's funny you said it because we were thinking about or like, expectations not even that but like expectations you have on card like well michelle know. michelle said a long time ago that she thought mac j was going to be more like me personality wise because he took his sweet time coming out so uh mm. mac oh, was eight pounds one ounces when he uh came out he came out on his due date I believe Carter came two weeks early and he was eight pounds, six ounces. So it may be flipped to us because I'm clearly, or he was clearly, Carter's clearly bigger than Mac. And mm-hmm. I don't know if it's always going to be that way, but no. Mac, Mac always has his, already has Michelle's slender feet and slender right. hands. Right. And, and Carter from the jump had my big, my big baseball gloves and, and Flintstone feet. Yeah. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see. I think you're going to have fill a, out. I think you'll have a Pugsley Wednesday situation where like Pugsley Wednesday one is, one is like nice and short and stocky, not short, comparatively short though to like the right. other one that's like super tall and like slender. Well, uh, we're we're gonna see. I want you uh, you uh, you brought up the term. Um, did you say you said je- did you say jealousy or jealous possessive possessive? Okay, so I I had written in my notes uh, recently. On a prayer call, we were talking about jealousy because you know, said, you know, God is a as a jealous God, and is we always think of jealousy in a negative context. But uh, the third 
definition of jealousy is fiercely protective or vigilant of one's rights or possessions. So that's what I kind of feel when you were talking about like the the ownership that you kind of felt is like mm. the fiercely protective mm. part of it. You know what I mean? Just like mm. it's not even it's not even on some ownership shit. Just, it kind of is, but it's like like no 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 like like you said with a pet like. Mm-hmm. That's what if, you, so, if anyone's have if anyone has dogs and been to a dog park, other dogs and owners with the animals, like if you if you're your dog tussling, then you and the owner the two owners are tussling too. You know what I mean? Like what's wrong with your dog? Man, what's wrong what's wrong with your dog? Like man, what's wrong with you? You wanna take oh, this outside it. these gates? I hate it. I hate it. I mean, but we are extensions of the things that we possess, right? Like we are, and as right. they are extensions of us. So I can imagine people's avatars or um, what they call it, demons from uh, uh, the Golden Compass. Um, people's oh, demons, yes, be, be arguing with each other. Um, I was thinking about the uh, what, 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 what? Oh, what, real quick, what, what? real quick, song break. Um, do you sing songs when certain things happen? Like like certain songs fit certain situations. So you just sing those songs instead of like when somebody is like when somebody is um talking about or displaying some type of jealous nature, right? I break out in the I think it's camera and Kanye. Jealousy, yeah. Or no, is that Beanie Siegel? Oh, jealousy, yeah. Oh, jealousy. I don't know it. Oh my goodness! You I don't know it, and I, I imagine that it may be Benny Siegel versus Kanye and Cameron. Because I feel like I ate up any like Cameron Kanye mm. collab, especially that mm. Champions. That Champions. Remember that Champions uh, song? Time after time, when uh, there was a sample from Queen. Uh-huh. It was like it was like the first time Kanye. Yeah, yes, we yes, yes and that was the first time champions. Kanye. Kanye spit as a producer, but he was like uh, one of the first people to rap on there. And he's like, God damn, Kanye, that's our producer. He's one of our producers of rock. Y'all can't even mess with our producer. Don't talk to him. Uh, Dame Dash, that's yeah, what I'm talking about. But yeah. Yeah. Yes. No. I but obviously, I, I hope I hope everyone uh, also does sel- that. Real quick, um, sel- Selmat Paji, Selmat Paji to our Indonesian uh, listeners. I didn't know we had listeners hey. in Indonesia. That's wild. Apaji. Yeah. I told you you gotta get into analytics. I knew you know what I'm saying? You gotta get into Annie's. We was actually on a little tear. I mean, talk about some uh, talk about shop. We was doing numbers. Downloads is going up, you know what I'm saying? Uh oh, nice. people, people listen to the particle sons. And then, you know, I had my little had my little my little child sabbatical. You know what I'm saying? But we, we back on it. You know what I'm saying? We back in this thing. Sabbatical is such an interesting word. Sabbatical, um, root word, Sabbath. Sabbath being the holy day. Um, I read something recently that said, you know, oh, it's from uh, a Hebrew Israelite. So I got a homie. He's a he- Hebrew Israelite. So um, he posts quite a lot of their, like, um, their uh propaganda i guess you want to call it but propaganda has now a, come on it has a negative yeah. it has i was a negative gonna say tone. rhetoric i was gonna say rhetoric, rhetoric but then no, it has a little negative tone because yeah, it's religious like a uh, doctrine Reli- perfect doctrine all right perfect they're, they're religious yes. doctrine. ideologies okay, religious right. ideologies ideologies religious ideologies there we go yes. that's perfect um because no no hate you know i'm here for all right. all people that lead to love but um what you call it he said that um christians celebrate they said it's a seven day week and the Sabbath is the seventh day of rest. And it was like, 
Sunday is the beginning of the Sabbath, is the beginning of the week. And Saturday mm-hmm. should be the Sabbath. So they say you should worship on Saturday. Instead, you um, worship on Sunday and it like brainwashes you to like slave away for the next, you know, thinking that like the, the day starts on Monday. It's like a capitalism thing. So they like Saturday should be sacred and you should be worshiping on Saturday. And it's crazy because Saturdays is when they be on the corners preaching so like we got a nice we have a very nice hebrew israelite population in louisville and them brothers be out there i'm talking out there more than the muslims like on on hood street corners and some affluent like eastern uh street corners talking they shit talking they shit and i love it i love it i'm here for it i'll be beeping my horn yeah i ain't gonna sit there and listen but i'm i'm down for what y'all doing though yeah, I uh, speaking of that, I guess my understanding is obviously because we've had this conversation before. Because you said you thought the day started on Mon- the week started on Monday, but we all know the week starts on on Sunday. Uh, the new week starts on Sunday based on the whatever uh, Christian calendar, whatever the hell we're doing. But mm-hmm. th- uh, the point of the Sabbath in Christianity is a day of rest away from specific work. So mm-hmm. it's funny that because I do feel like. This may sound sacrilegious, but I do feel like going to church. Mm. A little work. Yeah. That's a little that's a little work. Yeah. I would say it's part of your uh, but it's supposed to slow down so you can, you know, reflect on your family, uh, your different things. Uh do you hear Rody barking in the background? I'll do, but it's all good. No worries. Um No, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go check him out. No, no, don't check him out, Brandon. He's fine. Or you think something's wrong? No, I just put him in a different place. I put him in Carter's room so he would not bark. Michelle said so he, she, he, he's, he's looking out the window. No worries. Looking out the window at the other dog uh, beefing. Uh, they got a they got a dog over here that has a doppelganger roadie bark. It's wild. Interesting. It's, it's interesting. Wild. He's like a dog cuckoo bird. And he got in uh, like a dog cuckoo bird. Rode, yes, and then Rody got bronchitis. We wouldn't have so. cared if you didn't if you didn't like bring attention to it. But and then real quick, um, told you told you fleeing frustrated mongrel. Who let the so it's so funny we uh was singing <laughs> who let the dogs out who who we were singing that um in the um bathtub and I was I I don't I don't like that song so I was like switching up I who said, was who? singing it in the bathtub like Kingston and Lance like they were oh. uh, they were saying wolf 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 so I started switching up I said who let the pigs out oink oink oink, oink who oink, let oink. the chickens like I kept switching it up oh that's it out, dope right? and Kingston. Yeah. Was, Kingston was on it. I'm like, if it was Jeopardy, Kingston was hitting that motherfucker button. And oh like Lance my was like kind of back on it. I was like, who let the horse out? Nay! Nah! Kingston go hard. I'm like, hey. But no, um, we weren't talking no. about none of that. We were talking I'm a, about the Sabbath. I'm um, a, no, no, no. I'm gonna circle no. back because that was a great that okay. was a great segue. Can I okay. can I take that? Can I take yeah, that yeah, segue? Yeah. Do it, do it. Because mm-hmm. that's that's extremely dope. And I love that that you put that spin on it. Shouts out to the Baja man shaped the 2000s for us you know that was turned 10 that year so it was uh i mean i was i was ringing off in the skating rink ringing off in shout out to shout out to champs um but jeopardy i just want to get a get this just dip into the news just a little bit Mm. Mm. um i mentioned before uh amy schneider uh Mm -hmm. the first trans woman uh to the most winningest uh woman on in jeopardy in jeopardy history right she continued mm. to win. That was a long time ago. We mentioned her. She mm. just lost 
last night, second longest win streak in Jeopardy host history, Crazy. going up to $1.4 million, close Crazy. to $1.4 million after 40 days on the mic. And Crazy. it was like a big moment for society. Uh, everyone, like like people who watch Jeopardy for their whole life, said it's the first time they felt like they had a transgender friend in, in, in this person. Like she was well-beloved. She was around uh, during the whole change back to uh, Jenning, uh, Ken Jennings, who was uh, one of the most winningest uh, uh, contestants who now is the host of Jeopardy. So I just want to shout out to Amy Schneider. She lost her uh, her last question um, in Final Jeopardy. She got some statistics that she she got 95% of her answers right during a, in that 40-day period. And the last one she lost, Istanbul. And the other dude got it. Other dude got it. Other dude knew Istanbul. I don't know what the question was. Bang oh, Bangladesh. Bangladesh, not Istanbul, Bangladesh. I got I got my uh correction committee. If y'all don't know, if y'all don't know, Brandon is a very uh <laughs> coronavirus. Um <laughs> um Brandon is a very up to date like um like game show he, he he's a game show guy like if if we think like that of old people brandon is the oldest you know what i mean like that is his thing and i i kind of admire it because i'll be like looking like he'd be i'll be seeing like little clips of him just like existing and he'll be existing with a game show like talking to it and everything i'm like this Bro. man this man one is of the like, best one of the best things about this little uh break is Michelle and I have been watching Price is Right, and it's been so fun to see the people win and how they've like switched things up for COVID and like guessing the the, the prices of things. God, that's just just a uh, spoiler. Alert. I don't know if anybody knows, but in my when I'm 45 around that age, my my goal is to be hosting Price, the Price is Right. So anything I do in between now is going to is Come like on. is for that for that end goal. I just want to see people's lives get changed and like that excitement, genuine happy and just the the game of it and it's just it's fair but it's also just like i don't know there's they're obviously yeah. casting we all we all know castings uh, is something else you but. hear that you hear that drew barrymore or drew i mean drew carey drew barrymore we're coming we're coming for you drew carey we're coming for your job fam and, and, time, and, and you wayne brady you too fam you Ooh. cool shit you cool as shit. Bro, I like I be, like make a deal, bro. I will kill. Let's, let's make, make a, deal. a deal. That would be dope if we were like the first like back to back because then both of those on CBS back to back. Let's make a deals first and then Drew Carey. That'd be dope if you was hosting. Let's make a deal and I was hosting Prices Right. Come on, that would it. be some the dope. Newman, the Newman brothers, the Newman Ooh. hour. That would be sick. That would be, sick. be sick. I mean, I could see. I I could really see Chelsea doing any of the brain joints like any oh yeah and the brain she, things yeah she on her uh uh crystal explains it all not crystal explains it all but who's the lady who did uh the nickelodeon uh, uh figure it out uh summer sanders oh my goodness okay okay <laughs> and then and then alicia tyler uh to keep a, a black woman uh she mm -hmm. took over whose line Talking about Drew Carey, yeah, yeah. right 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 whose line was amazing man i love whose line i mean whose line oh, raised who's us line? Who, whose line is it anyway if y'all don't know whose line is anyway like you need to watch that and you probably don't even get the bar i say uh, i got a poem where i start out like no need to ask whose line is it anyway because i create mine on the spot you see just give me my props properly and stop standing me so staring at me so awkwardly right but um That's what dope. you call it one time and, and 
I don't want to bring it, I don't want to get stuck on this, but shout out to trans folk. Um, I've been making a lot of trans friends here lately and, um, y'all are cool as fuck. So one time, um, yeah, yeah. One time. I mean, that's, time that's, that's dope. It was I, so think, funny. I, I think, was, go ahead. I was, I was at a, I was at a thing. I hope that, well, you don't know her, their last name. Um, but, uh, I asked one. I I asked a guy what's his name, and he said Carter. I said cool. I said man, what nicknames did you have growing up? Cause like my my nephew is named Carter, and like you know I want to call him Cardi. You know what I mean? Or, 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 Cartier. I was like, or you know what 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 is his name? He said, well, um, I had a different name growing up. I was like, oh, okay. He's like, yeah, you know, they told me they they were trans, which was beautiful, like a beautiful vulnerability to um um. And I was like, okay. She's like, so, you know, my name growing up was Riri, so I don't think it's going to match Carter. I was like, <laughs> I was like, they were like, I look like I a like Carter. It. I was like, you do look like a Carter. I, I did not flinch at your name. That was, that's good stuff. I always wonder, because, like, I lightweight want to change Lance's name. It's like, I want him to have. I lightweight want to change Lance's name. Let, yeah. him, let him do it. Yeah, I'm going to let him do it. But I'm going to, like, yeah. put the, I'm going to definitely put the bug in his ear. <laughs> Put seed and like, water it as like he grows. A, son, don't you feel like don't you feel like a like a like a berry or a or a Bernard? A berry. Feel like a Winston. Like what? Do you, you don't have to be Lance. He loves his name though, so I, I wouldn't I wouldn't take that from him. Um, Good. But the third the thirds always they just got they got a bad track record. Like the we thirds, talked about it. I, I've seen it in the news far too many times where. So and so the third is arrested for like methamphetamines. And I'm like, what is it about the third rendering of, you know, names that kind of just disabled? I, it's it's gotta be some psyche thing. It's it gotta is. be some psyche thing. That's why I love I love Mac's name. I love Carter's name. Like y'all, mm. y'all went y'all y'all went into a, a different bag, a designer bag, it feels like, but like oh my gosh, the bag. bag, yeah. Well, I think Michelle says she doesn't like uh well, she doesn't prefer biblical names, which I like have no issue with. And mm. growing up knowing that my name was just something that mom liked, um was like cool for me, even though it's the most popular name. Time now. out, time see, out. I, so so now see more Carters. Speaking of that one, Carter, I think Carter's the new Brandon. I just want to put yeah. that out there. I mean, unfortunately, uh, Carter's a lot of Brandon. Zoe is the new Ashley. Um, Zoe's the new Ashley. You yes. know what I mean? And and Cora or Mildred's or like old school names is the new like Rebecca's and Hannah's and right, right, you know, right. You know, because like yes, right, come on now, because there's going to be so many people named Zoe. There's going to be so many people named Zoe. It was no, it was it was at the top of the charts like recently because we were looking, you know, choosing names. We kind of looked to see how popular or unpopular they are, how unique. Um, but you were about to say something. But I, but I just wanted to know, Zoe was like top 14 in, or like top 25 in girls' name in the in the last like few years. Mm -hmm. I wasn't going to say anything. I was just going to be you like, did. There's, you, there's, okay. there's something about like naming yourself. There's something about like, you know what I mean? Like, what do you, what, what would your name be? Um, like my name in Wolof, I got a Wolof name, uh, West African uh name in the village of Yoff. Uh and I say village, but it, it was a town. Um but it's Serin Mbe. Serin Mbe. Um mm. and it means And that is uh, what? Or whose name is that? That's a guy's name. 
I was named after like the founder of the village. Like the person okay, who like nice. put their village together. He was he's on some like he's like a diplomat. So he was in America. Like everybody got to meet their counterpart or who they got their name from. I had to meet like the daughter and um the guy second in command there who he didn't seem happy to be in the ceremony at all. Um, but whatever. Um but yeah, like Sudan means teacher um in Wolof. So I was like, see that's a fire ass name. Like and y'all just y'all just they they you know they took information they learned about us you feel me like they 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 learned about us to and gave us our name based on that so like I was I was very flattered and I was like you know people call me it because it's on my Instagram so people people be like what is it Sinan Bay on my Instagram so it says oh, like yeah. Mr. Spread yes. so people be calling me Mr. That's so funny people be hitting me up say you know hey Sarin I'll be like. Bro, bro, people, social media got people shook about names, too, because, like, you actually think that that's how somebody, like, it's either somebody's putting their actual name on there or not at all, right? Like, one of my homies, Donnie, I've mentioned him a lot on this podcast. He uh, used to edit and and produce uh, Maybe I'm Crazy. His wife's name is Janae, and I knew it was spelled differently. And when texting, I don't know if you do this when you're texting about people and they're they're significant others, like, you want to get their names right. You know what I mean? And if they correct, tell you about it once, you got to get it right forever. Right. right. So anyways, Janae that's a social, had, that's the social, just real quick. That's the social pressure that I do not subscribe to. It'll be, okay. it'll be, uh, you know, it's not, a partner. You can call it social pressure, but I, I it's respect in a, in a specific way. Yes, uh, but respect. yes. So, uh, so she, she had her name spelled differently on Instagram for a long time. It was like definitely not her name. And then she mm. changed it to her original spelling. Mm. But I didn't know it was original spelling. So I was texting him the other day. He was texting about Mac and stuff like that. And I was like, let Janae know. And I used the Instagram one. Mm. Right. And he wrote it back to me in verbatim of what she re- reacted to what I told her. And I was mm. like, yes, okay. That's the Instagram one. That's that's the the real the Instagram one that's is the real hilarious. spelling. And, and and growing up, or not growing up in college, shout out to John Goodman, uh, hoodie. He called me, or but in, anyways, in college when he found out about Lachey as our sister, he was always calling, like referring to her as Love Drew or something like that. And I was like, who who is he talking about? That was, that was, was like that was the tag. That was like Shay's Instagram. Yes. 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 For so it's long. A, it's a weird it's a weird place we live in where like your handle, your social media handle will be how people refer to you. You know what I mean? Man. Uh, but it's like, it, like oh, that's dude's name. Sarambe. You can you can you can you can reinvent yourself. Like on Instagram, I'm Sodenbe. Like I know you know me Sarambe. from Instagram. If you say, you know, Mr. Spread Love, it's either like Twitter, right, or just my mm. art my art if you say Lance G Newman you probably my Facebook friend right true that you know and a lot of, like, lot of fan a lot of family friends and extended family on Facebook so so when I become an actor like on, on my on my profile for acting it's Lance Gerard Ooh, and that oh that's gonna be the first and last that's that's gonna be the first and last that's hard Lance I you like, like it? that you like it I like that a lot come on now Lance Gerard that's hard I like that a lot I appreciate I, I, it. For my for my stage name, I want to go with my brother Brandon, but that's just like specifically like stand up, like oh brother Brandon, like yeah. But that also feels like I like alliteration and stuff like that. But that is hard. I I do know for a fact that Brandon Jarrell, 
just flat would go hard yeah. as well. Yes, I mean Brandon that is Jarrell. that is that's soap opera. That's soap opera antagonist. Lance Gerard, that's hard. Come I like now. that. Uh, you gonna pull that out on the paper? Oh, I want this guy. The 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 government names. It's some it's something so like wild about it. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like I mm -hmm. almost even appreciate the fact that Drake is going by his middle name. Like obviously Aubrey. he wouldn't go by Aubrey, yeah. but because it's not as hard. But like, it's like a part of you. Like I'm, that's why I said mm -hmm. for for speaking to trans people, um, I when Carter was first born, Michelle and I. I don't know how backwards this conversation is, but we were like. You know, what if Carter decided he was not, he didn't feel like a boy, like he mm -hmm. was in, in some point in life, he he went through the process of becoming a woman. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, I would just hope that we gave him his middle name, he would use Kanai, like I would hope he would use that. Mm -hmm. Like I would hope, like I just hope he wouldn't like create something else. Like I would, I hope that we nice. gave him the tools to like nice. <laughs> switch yes. in and out. Like Carter Kanai Newman, hopefully he just be Kanai. You know, yes. I don't know, the dad in me, the one thing that we're, we're holding on to. Speaking of now that the kids are here and we, they have their specific names, I actually say this now, since we're talking about them anyways, Mac, uh, is paying homage to a specific thoroughfare in Detroit, uh, Mac Avenue, uh, where um, we have our lineage on the east side. And Michelle's grandfather spent a lot of time on Mac. Had offices off of off of Mac, so he's it was kind of like our, our Detroit tie. Um, mm -hmm. So we want to pay pay homage to that. And then Jay, his middle name is J A Y. Michelle's middle name is K K A Y. And she said it was always annoying growing up that people were like. Uh, oh, Michelle K. Kernan, or what's, what's, your, what's the middle name stand for? It's like it's it's just K. It's K. Um, but <laughs> but that's but it's so that's uh, J and uh, my middle name mixed. My Jarrell, so Jarrell right. and K right. mixed is right. is J. And right. ironically, you put it in the little name things. Son of Victory, Mac J is Son of Victory. Stop so, it. It is. It is. So that's 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 the that's, that's the that's hard. That's where That's his name from. And, and, and Carter, can I, can I, is a, uh, can I means black bear and Native American. And it was the river that we stayed at when we were in uh, Australia, Australia, Alaska for our honeymoon. And we just really liked it. Um, so that's where his, his uh, middle name. And Carter just is Michelle's uh, a name that she really likes. But I say all that to say, and I'll stop talking for now. I say all that to say, um, now I look at their names, it really sounds like we just like, we're big fans of Young Money. And it's like, okay, oh Mac Main <laughs> and uh, Dwayne, <laughs> Dwayne Michael Carter, uh, I Lil Wayne. It. I love it. Young we got money. some the hot young boys. Money. Young Money, the Young Money crew. The Young Money crew. Carter and Mac. Bitches Mac Main. Is Future on Young Money? No, no. Lance. No. no, Young Thug is. He was at a time. I don't think he is was actually. No, I don't think he was either because he's always had beef with Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne like was sunned him when he first came to Korea. That's why he named his first mixtape Barter. Uh, the Barter Six uh, was one of uh, Young Thug's first mixtapes. Young but, Money. No. Um, I'm I, I'm glad that y'all like are preparing for that. I always tell parents, I'm like, have you like thought to yourself what 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 you would how you re react if your child wasn't heteronormative? You know what I mean? Like if they didn't have just the regular heteronormative experience, like what would you, how would you react? And you know, some of my friends are very visceral about it and I might bring them on so that they could talk about it, but they're very, you know, 
Yeah, I'm gonna disown his ass. What do you mean? What? I was like, bro, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, disown. Like, yes, he's not my fucking son no more. I was like, bro. Wow. I was like, because you know, a lot of people they got the kids and they got their names. So it's like, if if he got my, he can't have my name no oh. more. Oh, type shit. I was yeah. like, bro, you can't take his name. You gave it's me. Like they don't want. They, if they don't want the no penis, tickets. they probably don't want your name either. Straight up, honestly, honestly. <laughs> But it's good that, like, I feel like all parents should prepare themselves. Like, I have mentally, if, like, it's like chess. Like, I have mentally prepared my reaction for every single move that my kids could possibly make. From I'm talking from them going to jail to them being the first uh, triple uh, bypass artificial heart transplant mm. uh, maker. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, everything from winning the Super Bowl to... Um, getting Guinness the, World Web, Guinness World Record longest freestyle to getting a chick pregnant. Um, that's like his teacher, like like mm. all like you know from from my daughters like from them being lesbians, from them being men, from them being like um completely asexual and just don't want to you don't know fuck with nobody correct, quite literally fuck with nobody quite literally. <laughs> 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 like you got to prepare yourself as a parent because you can't have this you can't have bad reactions to it like you're gonna you you want your child to always you know just have that love and respect for you and you have to like know that they are people just like because you know we always come to that point where we're like oh parents are just people they're just mm -hmm. they're just human beings with their own experiences that have created this right. this this personality type that's in front of me and like you know that is there's no way to control that like there's no way no. like i want to keep my kids away from certain things as much as i can y'all parents make sure y'all checking roadblocks and all the other stuff don't just be letting your kids on stuff because uh you know man it, it's, what's it's, the what's the one zoe plays uh farmer uh was it i don't farm know town? i don't know it's i feel the... like i shouldn't say it so that no creep can get on Whatever. No, but it's it's a whole community. It's like a Reddit has this whole thing for it's the farm. I forgot the name of it, but it's the farming game. It's this right. whole thing, but certain kids are, all right. But yes, yes, there's multiple ways to communicate to to, to people and things that you're not supposed to be communicating. Um, before we get into some sports, I kind of wanted we kind of some big broad strokes here about certain identity and and nomenclature. Uh, I just want to say specifically too. Uh, talking about tra the transgender community, we're all learning, right? So mm -hmm. it is it is okay to be wrong. It is okay to ask questions, mm -hmm. um, but listen when you're corrected. You know what I mean? Like Straight don't up. don't make the same mistake twice because you seem uneducated and 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 uh, kind of like oh 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 now you offensive. Oh now you what's that? Uh, now you're using big words, and I'm fine. I'm gonna take that offensive. Kevin Hart in a 40 year old version. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah he's yeah. getting into it. The black dude. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, there, there's. I think I've been watching Queer Eye, a great show on Netflix. We've been a lot of watching a lot of TV. You know, mom likes her reality TV shows, so uh, we've been we've been kind of just binge watching stuff like that. And um, <laughs> it's it's it is fair to ask whatever questions you need and i want to apologize to and i need to do it specifically to the homie brandy um uh she was we went to high school together uh she was freddie when we were in the in the drama class and stuff together and 
she was like one of my first like openly gay friends that I was like really close to, but we linked up at the reunion and I was, I kept referring back to Freddie and the things that we did together is he and, and other things like that. And I could tell that she was offended by it, but like, I just, I didn't know. And I just like really missed her in general. And mm. she, she was Brandy. Remember she lived next door to mom's apartment, uh, went back by Valley Dairy Freeze. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> so she was over there. So I had, I had linked up before and like seen, the, seen the transition and, you know, applauded her and she was always like really good to me. And I, we were always like good friends, but I did make the mistake of doing a lot of, uh, gender specifics when talking about the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't bold enough or educated enough to ask the question of how she wanted to be remembered in that regard or re- referred to in that regard. If it's, mm-hmm. if it's, you know, obviously it's not a separate entity, but, um, you won most changed in, in high school, mm-hmm. Michelle, her class, she grew up with a, uh, 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 a Robin who was like one of the biggest girls in class and she transitioned to Aiden in high school mm-hmm. and he goes by Aiden and in high school he won most changed and it was literally a picture of Robin and Aiden on the book like I thought it was Terrible. hilarious yeah <laughs> like I thought yeah. it was like a joke but it like yeah. it almost like feels like some like like next level inclusion shit, you know what I mean? Right. Like, oh, like, 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 sh- like, shout out to Robin, you know what I mean? Ro- yeah. Not Robin, oh, shout out, yeah, shout out to Robin and Aiden, you know yeah. what I mean? Shout out to the transition yeah. and shout out to them as a, as a person, but like they were the only person, ooh, they specific pronoun, yeah. they were the only person that that won most change and and, and seeing that in the yearbook is like, I mean, it's, I mean, that's that's forever etched in stone. So shout they, out, shout they, out to to Aiden, ladies and gentlemen. Um, ladies and ladies and I, 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 I put on my Instagram. Um, I go by he they. Like I like the they. I really like the they. Like I would like people to refer to me as they because, like, in, in my mind, no, we've we've gone over this. We, oh, we've gone over this. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, no, I just we, I, I I had some pushback because I didn't want you because you were saying it's pretty fluent. Like you can change back at any point in time. I was like, ah, I think it's pretty solid. But I don't know. I don't know. Oh yeah, I I remember, I, I my heterosexual ass can't tell you how to how to they we, we, they yourself up. I mean, you know, we we are we are we are in darkness. Lord be our oh, light. Oh no, Ooh, no no, this is the segue now because this is what okay. I wanted to talk about. Joe Rogan's dumbass. Okay, mm-hmm. he was recently had a uh, ultra conservative person on his podcast. Joe Rogan. Uh, if you don't know who Joe Rogan is, he's like the number one podcast like in podcasts. Uh, actually, one of the first podcasts I listened to, and I got turned on to him in like 2013. Um, three-hour episodes, big, long stuff. And so many people listen to him now that people really hearken on the things that he says in podcasts. And obviously, we know this medium and this in this uh, this form of communication and media is, like, not supposed to be, you know, as – it's not supposed to be the gospel. You know what I mean? But when you have so many listeners, you got to, you know, treat right. treat it responsibly to, right. to a certain extent. But anyways, he had this conservative figure, Jordan Peterson – on his podcast and i'm just going to read the headlines that's all we read anyways this is from complex joe rogan says it's strange to call someone black unless that person is 100 african from the darkest place in africa oh my general general thoughts 
like obviously you can read the article and think of it like obviously we have general thoughts when we read a headline and oh this is all stemmed from michael eric dyson they were talking about michael eric dyson and he had got on a, in a in, in it to it with joe rogan on his podcast in 2018 and this conservative figure brought him up and referred to him as a black man and then joe rogan's like whoa look black michael eric dyson isn't black he's I mean, he's and then the other guy was like yeah he's brown at best and he's like yeah it's so weird to call people black like and then he says what what the headline said Mm-hmm. I mean, so my mind goes to, my, my, my mind goes to a lot of places. Um, initially, I was like, so what is that like Sudan? I was like, what the blackest part? Uh, I was like, the blackest part of Africa, so where the black people come from. And I was like, so only people from Sudan is black. I was like, I I think that they would be preferred, you know, to call Sudanese. So like, you probably can't mm. say that, sir. Snap, 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 snap. You no. Know? And then I was like, and then we we talk about blackness. Of course, Joe Rogan's gonna say that because like white people don't understand what blackness is, and they don't understand that they constructed blackness just like they constructed whiteness, right? So like there right. there's a balance of everything, and with white supremacy, there must be something opposite to go against, or something that white supremacy is fighting, which is black supremacy, which honestly to their to their under their like historical memory um black people was rocking i mean they black people was the center of civilization for quite some time i'm talking hundreds of thousands of years so like i get it white folk y'all trying to get this you mean three thousand years together Not you mean you talk about when you say it just so i'm I'm clear and our listeners Mm -hmm. are clear you're talking about africans um, when you refer to black people, are you talking to anyone like Moors, like any any anyone with melanin was rocking? I guess you could say Africans, like you know the the humanity, human Homo sapien sapien started in Africa and then populated the rest of the world. So there are black people in every other continent and place at the same time. Do you feel me? Like right. people be thinking like. So like 200,000 years ago, there was some black person in Asia getting light. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it was some black person in Asia not getting sun, right. but still oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. doing the customs. There was some black person in India. There was some black person in South America. And they all were like having the same customs, just right. kind of adapting to their climates that they traveled to. So yeah, Actually, so like, you know, Joe Rogan and a white or a conservative you know kind of being the authority on what blackness is just you should probably just think the opposite like when joe rogan speaks on something like that just think of the opposite of what he's talking about mm. well i think it's always got to think about where the, where the source is coming from like mm-hmm. joe rogan is an expert on a lot of things because he's diversified himself in that way and the reason this podcast is so popular is because he's been this like I mean, talking about game shows, he hit our mm-hmm. screens first on Fear Factor. Come on, come where on. He's eating, eating ball testicles and stuff. And then he became yeah. this UFC announcer. And, you know, like he's just- I mean, he wasn't, even, of, he wasn't even eating the testicles, which is the the hard oh. part of that story. Like that man was, <laughs> that man was but even before that, other people to do it. But even before that, he was a comedian. Like he got that job as a host because he was he was a traveling comedian in, in, comedian in LA and New York. So- uh, imagine so, being a frat boy and getting a job to do the frat boy stuff you did in college. Like, I, you have ten seconds. All right, you can't. Boy, just real quick, one time for Fear Factor, uh, y'all. One really, time for Fear Factor. We, I used to like bet on like who was going like make it and who wasn't going to make it. Y'all had a a challenge to like be in a a jug of water. Like you was going like you got to hold mm, it. Oh, 
and there was a smoker and i was like of course the smoker is going to be out <laughs> that nigga ended up having the longest like time out of uh, all the contestants and i was like oh, i'm smoking what oh that's so funny it's man, it's are you real are you serious no no of course not but like definitely oh it was gosh. one of it, it was like that would have been a great origin story for you smoking <laughs> 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 I was watching Fear Factor, and the smoker had the longest. He could hold his breath in the water the longest. He, he must have had control of his lungs. Then be they lying. They don't. They didn't tell us the truth. But yeah, man, we all know. You know, like speaking of like, this is a great segue. Um, okay. The I'm writing an article. Uh, I got an article coming out. I co-wrote it because I let the editor not make it a rant. Um, but you don't know that it's not. Oh, did he say it was going to be co-written? Uh, yeah. If not, oh, he did. Okay, yeah. okay. Because yeah, usually, because usually, uh, editors don't, even though that they, they they like slice and dice, they usually don't mm-hmm. completely like put their name with it. But I mean, they might, they might not. I, I'm, I'm okay. making them do a lot of the groundwork that like I just wasn't being compensated to do. So we'll see. Um, okay, sorry for but off. um. No, y'all, y'all check it out. It's the state of black visual art. Um, it'll be coming out in the Leo. So what yeah. is the Leo? Uh, Leo is a local publication. Um, local. It's like second to the main newspaper, which is the Courier Journal. Could you give us a long TikTok version of what your rant is going to be about, or is specifically about? Ooh, yeah. Yeah, there. Well, I mean, okay. Well, just three points. Um, one, um, black art is thriving. Black visual art, specifically, um, is thriving in the city. Uh, part two, we need to be paid more for our uh, art. And three, um, we need to be paid more for our art because, like, they want it. They they want it. Um, but to create it, we have to, it needs to be our job. And for it to be our job, then people need to be properly compensated. You know what I mean? If you think this is a, a proper uh, asset or value to your city, then you need to uh, fund the people producing the work. Like right now, a lot of the arts funding in Louisville goes to administrative roles. But mm-hmm. if you don't, fund the artists then there will be no art to administer or you know administer over so it's like um a lot of artists are like working nine to fives like a lot of artists are waiting tables or bussing Mm -hmm. you know like ubering and just doing all types of odd jobs so that they can uh and like art is a is a side hustle of sorts when it needs to be their main hustle they need to have free studio space and like enough money to live off of like they should give we we and it's not like we got a lot of artists like black artists like if it's a hundred take that hundred give them each forty thousand dollars and just watch what changes in the city you know what i mean like because the artist is the true designer of of things, right? The artists are the ones that have the ideas. And the reason why we see ourselves in such a dystopia or like destructive pattern is because artists have been taken away from the table when it comes to city design, when it comes to um, human, like there's no creativity in our govern, governance, like in the way we, we 
uh, orchestrate or produce society, like the creativity is not even there. Like all the plastics, like all the shit that we got to deal with, it don't make sense. Like an artist can change that. So it's advocating yeah. for black artists. Not to uh, simplify what you're talking about to to painting, but paint costs money. Uh, Come on now. And I think it's really uh, expensive. Yeah, and shit, canvases too. So anyway, uh, but Josiah Johnson, um, shout out to King Josiah fifty eight on or fifty four on Twitter. He does a lot of like NBA basketball memes and like movie clips and stuff like that. When it comes to like, you know, he's like the king of NBA NBA Twitter. Um, when it comes in his meme game, like he, he had a, a Spaces Twitter Spaces shout out Twitter Spaces, and and I'm gonna say shout out to Twitter because basically y'all just the Walmart of the digital age, just co-opting individual uh, entities that are doing something. Because what was it? What was that? We talked about it when uh, Twitter Spaces is basically, what is it that you were on it for a little bit? Uh, Clubhouse. Networking. Clubhouse, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it basically, it's basically co-opted Clubhouse. But <clears throat> on Twitter Spaces, um, Kevin Durant's business partner, who has a podcast with him, his name's Banksy, uh, he and Josiah Johnson had a conversation about the social media space and the multi-million dollar industry that it's become and how much money that he's been able to make from it and and uh, like co-opt his co-op i mean kind of been co-op but uh you know sell his talents for certain you know jokes and, and tweets and things like that and taking it seriously and he he spoke from a a place of understanding of the media industry he played uh his dad was an all-star for the milwaukee bucks marcus johnson uh, we had him on a Maybe I'm Crazy podcast. That's how I first linked up with Josiah. Um, but he was also, for anyone who's seen White Man Can't Jump, the black dude who went to the car and was like, I'm going to go get my pistol. I'm going to shoot all y'all. That was Marcus that was Johnson. Dope. That's Marcus dope. Johnson. That's King Josiah's Very dad. Dope. But So he played okay. He played basketball. King Josiah played basketball at UCLA with like Matt Barnes and all these people, but he wasn't as good as the rest of those guys. And he was like, all right, I need to get on my, like, I need to like get on my grind and see what else I need to do. So he was a PA at Fox, um, production assistant. Like he's been in all the rooms that I've been in, like on the lower level things. And uh, we've talked about this privately in DMs, but he said like, they're never gonna pay you what you're actually worth. You know mm. what I mean? Like it is, like even you talk about the artists have nine to fives, like these people who are trying to be creatives in this corporate world are the people making less money. Like, and, and 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 putting in the most time so they really can't tap into their own creativity or feel their fuel their own artistry as well so uh what you're saying is synonymous with a, a big issue when it comes to it's um, crazy just artistry in general and then how uh the funds really match up, really yeah. just snuff out snuff out the artists because you at the end of the day people just need jobs and they want to be paid for the things they'd love to do like that's what i'm i've been um, I've been in my Bible recently and like, just like on my, I, I'm on my Daniel fast. So it's, it's been interesting the last couple of days. I haven't since November or since January 10th, I haven't, uh, eaten meat, dairy products, cheese, coffee, wine, like any substances. So it, it's been mm. like, I'm on some like clean living stuff just for the, mm. it, it ends on the, it ends on the 30th. So I can't wait to <sighs> eat some tuna or something, but, um, <clears throat> In that it was talking about uh, in my like studies it was talking about uh, God calls us to pick up our own individual cross to bear and mm. and and live that out on a daily basis. And that's what my thing is. I've been constantly thinking about like what is my cross to bear? Like, mm. is it I want to 
as much as I'm inspired by certain people on social media and things like that, I don't really think that's my my bag. Right. And not because I, I could be better at it, but I don't think that's how I'm supposed to reach the masses. It's not the thing that I feel like God's put on my heart to do to like, like, I don't feel like that's my cross to bear. So, mm-hmm. um, but it's, it's interesting to, to ask that question of yourself and, and um, do some reflection of like what it is that you, I, I'm basically trying to say, I want to get to the thing that I'm willing to do for free and then try to get mm. paid for it. Cause I haven't mm. really gotten to the the point where I know specifically what I would do if a bag wasn't involved. I think mm. podcasting is a good example of that. And that's why I think podcasting professionally is a little bit of a goal of mine uh, in some way, shape or form. Cause I, I respect uh, words and, and orders and people speaking, you know, uh, rappers and, and um, uh, comedians, you know, people that can paint pictures with their words and tell a story. Um, so I want to try to get more into the thing that I'm willing to do for free, um, mm. which I think you've been a, doing, done a really good job creating a career out of those things and, and, and creating lessons plans um, from those things of like Mo- things that you just would be into regardless of, of the bag tied to it. But now that you've yeah. been so professional for so long, up to like eight years at least at this point, uh, and you can correct me later, um, now there's a little bit of uh, uh, autonomy and, and um, ownership and you know your worth and yep. you know when the bag is you know when the bag is low and that can probably be pretty disheartening yeah no i mean it's it's fine it's um well uh, uh thank god for my partner because that's 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 the thing like you know if you have uh if you have somebody that can like come in when you don't got it then as an artist you can thrive first of all second of all or you can talk all that shit you could be like you know, I'm this year, this many years professional, and you know, I'm not going to take anything that doesn't uh, fulfill me artistically or um, kind of professionally. If it doesn't propel me professionally, I don't. Uh, I'm not going to take it. Um, I, and you can still do that. You just have to have a job. Like people, I, when I'm talking to folk, I tell them, you know, for at least three, four years, you know, I was working several jobs, like, and doing art for free, and just kind of getting things on my resume, getting experience so that I could get to a point where I'm, like, good, and, like, the disheartening stuff comes from, yeah, it just comes from, like, people not paying people their worth, like, I know I should have been getting paid what I'm getting paid now five years ago, you Mm. know what I mean, like, five years ago, I could have been doing and getting the things that I'm getting. And it's like, we need to, uh, when it comes to, oh my goodness, there's so much involved. There's just so much involved. Like, of course, where we, like the homie said, they'll never pay you your worth. And with black art, just black folk in general, the stuff we do for the price that we get is just, oh, that's, it's, it's wild. But um i find solace or um joy in the fact that like i'm a creator like you are a creator like right. there is no show without you and people can take ideas people can take like different things and they can run with it but that's not the last thing I always think of kanye's verse when he said um nigga i forgot better shit than you ever thought of mm. damn is he really that caught up i asked if you talk about classics do my name do get really? brought up yeah you know, so it's like it's like, you know, I've I've forgotten hundred thousand dollar ideas. You know what I mean? Like that the creation never stops and it's never right. going to stop. And you know, y'all came. But, you said, but 
I was saying, but write that, write that stuff down. We're in a different age now. We got to write that stuff down. Yeah, there's a a woman, uh, I don't know her name. She tweeted it the other day, but it was like the 10 year anniversary from her posting a video of her going viral. Uh, It was uh, shit white women say to black women. And it was like a, a YouTube thing that, that went viral and she like had a thread of things that she learned and she said, like, great ideas don't get old. So write everything down. Like mm. you can readapt certain things. Like she she was like, that's one thing that her biggest thing is. So that's why I'm in, I'm in, I've been trying to uh journal more and kind of get in my bag. But let's let's uh let's pivot to the the news a little bit because as much as I want to talk about sports and we'll we'll save that for the end. Um you're talking about the original people Africans and we recently just saw the Eternals they got on Disney Plus since the last time we talked to everyone it's a 2 hour and 38 long 38 minute long movie uh, including all the the, uh, post credit scenes I watched it in the hospital room and finished it like on the iPad while you know Mac J was just born um so like it, I had a whole other experience with it, and I was just like, because a lot of people say it, was, it wasn't good, but I, you know, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, you gotta watch the stuff just to know what the other stuff's going to be. It's like Come on. skipping a Harry Potter book or something like that. Yeah, so you yeah. got you got to start yeah. you got to start from the beginning. So there's no such thing as takes. Right? You yeah. That's why I was like, and I, I, after watching it, I was like, why do I listen to people about this? Like, I yeah. like movies. Like I enjoy the ride. I enjoy the story. Like. Even even when TV shows like take a bad turn, uh, shouts out to Archive Eighty One, um, the homie Matt McGorry is in it, and I just finished that on Netflix. Uh, that black dude who was like the wine sommelier in that Netflix yeah. movie, I can't, I forgot his name, but he's he's the main character. Um, if if it's if it's if it's interesting up until the plot twist, then you got to give it some credit. You know what I mean? You, you gotta, gotta give, give the writing credit. credit. You gotta give the all that stuff some credit. So we're gonna they pivot made into a, what we're watching a little movie. bit. So talk how you, yeah, how, you hating, how you hating from right. outside the club. They made a movie right. of it, bro. Just just watch the it, movie. They made a movie with Selma Hayek and, and Angelina Jolie and a bunch of people that will never be in, in Marvel movies are in this movie, uh movie and a uh, shout out to the homie, I forgot his name, but uh, the main character, Doughboy from Atlanta. Um, and, 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 and but anyways, no, like, okay, no, I got you. I'm about to go off Marvel. Yes. First of all, I'd like to say, put me in a movie. Second of all, I'd like to say, um, I love all your movies. I am a Marvel fan. Keep up the good work. Third, I would like to say, who in the hell was y'all historian on this set? All right, like on the set uh, though, like, like, <laughs> like, like, like when y'all was in the writing room. Who was telling y'all this is where we're going to have the Eternals? Was y'all going? They might be going off the comic book, and if they was going off the comic book, even the comic book um, has some hints of racism because y'all keep leaving black people out. It's like out of all the race races, unfortunately, that I have to say that were cast in this movie, the one that we didn't see a lot of was black people. We didn't see no black people whatsoever. It was like, it was like, y'all like. Y'all did a whole like no, body. Like no, like like no, no. And what Lance is talking about in totality are extras. Like there was no extras. black extras. Like there's no know. like there's no place where black people just existed. Every every as just like place, in the background. Every single place y'all went, where there would have been black people in ancient times, 
y'all didn't have any black people. Like y'all went to Samaria, y'all went to Babylon, y'all went to Egypt, y'all went to like Aztec, like all these places where black people were. Like black people were here. And and like the audacity, the audacity, yeah. the caucasity. And then we're gonna keep going. We're gonna the keep caucasity. going. Even the Eternals themselves, right? All right, so this is Cosmic Robot. Hey, spoiler alert. If you have not seen Eternals, Ooh. Uh, you know, go 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 ahead and get it off the roof. Like go You're watch spoiling? I'm 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 spoiling a little bit because I'm just talking about the characters. Like we're gonna have characters. If you're gonna give races to people, like imagine this cosmic being is creating these like eternal androids to like go to the planets. And when they go to each planet, I guess each planet has humanoids. Maybe like I, I don't know. There, I didn't see any other like space creatures or aliens. Like maybe every habitable planet that this little cosmic being creates. I ain't saying little. He's he's colossal, really. But this right. huge cosmic being, like he's gonna create races. And then when you create races, you only put one black person on the ship, and, and then y'all put them back in a time where nothing but black people exist. Like that is that is on that is asinine. If anything, y'all should have put like all black people and one or two white folks so that they could blend in. Like, you know, these people are like gods or celestials if they come, but they in white face. I, I see what y'all yeah. doing. Oh, it's no, called. The, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. There were other races uh, represented. Obviously, I mentioned some Hayek. Um, there's uh, Asians and this, that and the other. But and I, there's one thing Eternals, one thing the Eternals like crew was championing and, and shout out to them for it. Uh, it was the first time they've had a uh, ASL, a deaf hero that uh, an an actress like she actually is a deaf person in in real life uh, play a hero. Uh, she was the fast one, um, so they like they try to have inclusion, but in two thousand twenty two or two thousand twenty, whenever y'all made the movie, obviously equality is is um, is a dream. You know, we like to get to it, but at least on the movie screen, let's have at least the same amount of black people as you have white people in the group of Eternals. Like if they would have evened out the white to the black, you know, I, I don't know where Angelina Jolie's calling herself these days, but like, like just, just have the representation. And also oh. the one, the one black character, he was the smartest one. So there's no tropes or stereotypes there. He's the inventor of sorts, but we didn't see dude until an hour and 40. We saw him a little bit, like 15 minutes in, and then we saw him again probably with uh maybe 45 minutes left in the they movie. made they made him responsible for hiroshima y'all like uh, everybody else athena <laughs> athena was like a protector of the gods and icarus and all these That's other people so you true. got all these gilgamesh you got all these like heroes in history and the one person y'all made the villain because he created the atomic bomb the black person where's the black person that's that's the craziest shit i've ever seen in my life hey shout out to the asl chick hey she was fine too she was the only like cute one in the whole bunch but like that's what y'all gonna do marvel marvel look i watch y'all movies for escapism all right, I watch our movies so that I can pretend that there is a existence outside of my own. But it turns out that racism also exists in the multiverse. And I get it. I get it. Y'all have always been like social critique, right? Social commentators of the time. Um, I need some representation of the social times now. Like DC is doing okay. real well. DC is doing real well with like ousting the racism that exists within their 
own universe. Like, um, yeah. if y'all not watching, uh, there's a series called The Peacemaker, um, based on the Suicide Squad movie with John Cena. Um, that series came out. I've been watching that. Um, it's not. It's I haven't not, I haven't started. I haven't started because I just didn't. I'm not a big fan of John Cena. I didn't like Peacemaker's character in the in the Suicide Squad movie, but I do. I've heard, I've seen some clips uh, of it of him basically saying Batman's a pussy because he wouldn't kill anybody, and how many people has blood? How much blood is on Batman's hand because he hasn't killed any of the villains that he's like gone up against? Oh my! Because they keep getting out and killing people. So I was like, okay, okay, I like the rhetoric here, um, but to to slip in. Oh, and also. Uh, if you guys remember Lucius Fox, Lucius Lucius Fox's character, he was played by Morgan Freeman in the Batman movies. Um, his son is the next black Batman in the DC uh, comic book universe. So there's like a first black Batman uh, that's coming out, and it's, he was obviously tied to the whole lineage because Lucius Fox was the guy who was creating all the gadgets gadgets for uh, Batman. So that's going to be interesting uh, to see moving forward but batman does not uh eat vagina we find that out as well but gets into the realism and what else we're watching have you seen any of abbott elementary i've seen all of abbott elementary and if you have not seen abbott elementary you need to go watch abbott elementary abbott elementary uh i don't i don't have her name in front of me but the creator is the the lead the lead actress in the film uh in the in the series she was uh grew up loving comedy and television and she made one hell of a show uh people are giving it flack saying it's too much like the office uh, i say there's been plenty of shows that have tried to be like the office but have not been anywhere near close at being as funny as the office this show is for millennials it's hilarious it's uh, a re realistic um based on uh a young people our age in the millennial group teaching in the inner, inner city of Philadelphia and all the hilarity that ensues from it. The black dude from Everybody Hates Chris is all grown up and he, he's like one of the love interests in it. Listen, I don't really know how to, sh to tell the show, but Quinta, the first, Qu Quinta Bar Brown, Quinta Brown. Brown. Quinta, Quinta Brown, Brown Quinta is Brown. the creator. She is uh, yes. the young lady that Millie rocked around the world um, and even in Egypt. Um, yes. She is... Um, joined by the child um from everybody hates chris uh yes oh the, yes not terry cruz you're right because there was a lot of black he's not a child he's not a child but i'm, he's not I'm a saying child like anymore he's the he's the lead he's hey the shout lead. out to him shout out to black child actors because i feel like they transition better than white child actors and you okay. know they still they, they they try to get i don't know we haven't seen him in a long time so they, I'm, I'm glad he's still in it but um and also right. shout out to moesha's stepmommy Who's the uh, the um, <laughs> the oldest we need, teacher? We need we in need to school. get their name. If you're going to mention it, we need to get their names right. I didn't say their name, so it's not right. getting it right. I just didn't. I just right, it's Moesha, right, right. It, the the woman who played Moesha's stepmom in Moesha. Um, but anyways, but the yeah, show is hilarious. It's one of the show. first. It's one. Well, it's, yeah, it's I, one I, of the. It it broke all kinds of records for uh, premieres. The first triple digit premiere show uh the first four episodes uh watch it on demand if you can um it's it's just hilarious and um just very and if authentic you've never, and like if and, you've never you you don't know if you've never been in a school before or like taught or like kind of know that experience it is another layer of hilarity 
honestly. Like the kids, like the programs, all the episodes that they do and the characters, like the teachers and their personalities, the sub, the like it's all perfect. It is just ridiculously perfect. And I really am impressed the by janitor. the child by the child actors. Like like the, yeah, the they're killing it are hilarious and they are doing a good job in it like you know shout to the principal too her, her stand-up is on stand-ups on netflix um not as funny as her character in my opinion but uh she she's she's killing it as well um but yeah check out ab elementary uh we'll keep watching it and i think everyone's watching it at this point in time uh speaking of things to watch because I, I do have a newborn to, to look after and and and, and give michelle a break um and and thank you guys for sitting with us and, and being with us. It is time to set the Super Bowl. The mm. AFC Championship game and the NFC Championship game are this Sunday. The AFC, it is the Cincinnati Bengals, led by Joe Burrow in his third year in the NFL. Joe Magic, uh, Joe Cool. You can see him, uh, I don't know, get the gat, uh, the LSU. Um, he's back in his home state of Ohio, leading the Bengals uh, in a way that no quarterback has since Carlson Palmer, but I think even better because I think this guy's actually going to get a go jacket at the end of his career. Mm. Faces off against the Kansas City Chiefs at the Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes is, you know, it's Patrick Mahomes. Like, let's be real. And, you know, he was in the, he was in the Super Bowl last year. <clears throat> he was AFC championship uh, champion last year. Uh, so that's going to be a great game at 3, 3 p.m. So a uh, peep game. And then after that, the NFC championship game. Uh, the winner of that goes to the Super Bowl. Uh, at the NFC Championship game, 49ers versus the Rams. This is the third time that these teams have played. Uh, the Rams have lost to the 49ers both other times. Uh, mm. I do think the Rams have a better team, uh, but I think the 49ers have a smarter coach. Uh, mm. It should be a lot of fireworks. The Rams are building their uh, NFL team the way a lot of NBA teams are with just star power and mm -hmm. they give up all their draft capital. They're not getting stars out of the out of the college to run their team. They're getting proven players that are already uh, shown that they're worth the money that they're they're that's coming their way, including Odell Beckham Jr., who've won his first playoff game in his career uh, with the, with the Rams uh, and Matt Stafford, who finally got out of Detroit and is showing that he was as good as everyone was saying. He he everyone everyone up. Uh, thought that he possibly could be and the lines were apparently holding him back so uh yeah 49ers and rams and the rams have the super bowl at home this year uh in la uh, which i will be leaving for uh february 6th um for the week and i'm going to be back before the super bowl but i'll be out there that week but i i if you just let me know i, I can just tell you what's going to happen um there's been yeah. a lot of upsets all the games have come down to the last second but i think we're going to have a, a chiefs ram super bowl the Chief uh, Rams Super Bowl in LA, yep. Patrick Mahomes versus yep. Matt Stafford. And the Rams don't have a strong following uh, football team. The biggest football team in, in LA is the USC uh, Trojans. But the uh, more star power, the uh, more people uh, buy in, the more drama, the more people buy in. I think uh, this might be a little change of the guard. Um, so, yeah, I think the, and I think the Chiefs win it. I think Patrick Mahomes gets his, gets his second Super Bowl interesting um i'm going to agree with your rams uh chiefs matchup um but i'm going to say that uh odie and uh what's donald donald glover what's 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 the dude aaron name? donald aaron donald i think they getting there they getting they getting some rings they 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 hungry for it and they got everybody oh, else on the team. Odie, to my obj 
Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Oh, but we mentioned Cincinnati Bengals. Shout out to Cincinnati Bengals, the closest uh, professional football team to Louisville, Kentucky. Um, what is their tight end's name? Um, Uzama. Uzama. He's he's Uzama. a he's a talent. He's very funny. He's a a, a big personality. I he's wanted a to Nigerian. shout him out. He's a, he's a light skinned Nigerian. Yes, and I I wanted to, I did not know that, but I love that even more. And this I love him even more because of this because uh, I heard him in an interview talk about what he listens to before games, and he said, up until this point in his career, he usually his staples have been stand out and eye to eye from the Goofy movie. Now, if you know me, <laughs> I listened to Stand Out before every game in college. It was, uh, it was something I was very, very proud of, and it got me hyped. And I was oh very excited goodness. to hear that the starting tight end for the Cincinnati Bengals. So I'm kind of like rooting for the Bengals. I would like to be wrong on this one because I do think uh, Patrick Mahomes has more time to to get into Super Bowl again. I just think the the, the Chiefs are too good. Um, but shouts out to dude and, and shouts out to the goofy movie. One of the best Come on. underrated Disney movies, uh, in the streets. Amongst the crowd, even if you got to shout out loud, no matter. So mine is, no, no, so mine is the only face you'll see going to stand out, stand out, yeah, stand out. Yeah, no, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Until you notice me. I'm here for that. Well, that's the end of it, but yeah. I just wanted to mention that that was the. I I just felt seen. I just felt so no, seen. You you, you are seen. You are seen, and like, um, that's the perfect song to get hyped to before any any competition. Any competition. I'm gonna start listening to it before poetry slams. I'm gonna play it at. Oh, okay. So that's an update. Um, Southern Fried Poetry Slam, you all. The Southeastern Regional Poetry Slam is coming to Louisville in June, June the 8th through the 11th. And um, we're going to be outside with it. It's going to be real church revival, throwback festival vibes. Um, so y'all come out. More details coming soon. What city? What city? What city? Louisville, Kentucky. It'll be in Louisville. It's coming back to Louisville? Mm-hmm. For it's next year? Yep, for his 30th anniversary this year. Damn. This year. I was writing it down so I didn't I didn't I wasn't listening as well. Wow. That's huge, Lance. Congratulations. Do you feel like some type of ownership in it? You should. I mean, we'll see. Uh 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 I like no, I mean I the fact that the, the 30th is is here. Like just to let everybody know, Southern Fried if you don't know it, obviously it's a big deal, but like talk about like our forever love, just to uh, call back the beginning of the episode. I remember Lance calling me and we prayed together before his like final matchup. He like got to the X amount of rounds at one of his first Southern Frieds uh, in college and we prayed together. And it was just like a powerful moment for him. And I knew this thing was special and always gonna be around for a long time. So for the 30th anniversary to hear it's back in Louisville, uh, our entire family, came and supported Lance, entire families loosely, but immediate family mm -hmm. came and supported Lance when Southern Fry was in Louisville a few years back and it was just magical. Um it was a great event. So this is this is huge. Nice. We'll see. I gotta I gotta make it huge. Right now it's 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 going to be huge and I need to make sure the infrastructure is set. But it's good. Um city leaders are 
you know, down for the down for it. I don't have to have the same conversation that I had uh, when I first had Southern Fried here, which is great. Like people are hitting me up because I'm like I'm sending these long emails. Hey, I'm Lance Newman, and I'll be having blah 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 mm-hmm, blah. Mm-hmm. And then they're just they're just like emailing back. Yeah, no, I know about Southern Fried. You know, well, yes, we're down. Let's do it. You know nice. what I mean? Like I already know the numbers. I remember. I remember. I remember vividly. Like let's get it. That's dope. That's dope. Yep. That's the the artists that we're talking about in the city and 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 the come up and the comeuppance mm-hmm. of it. Um, but anyways, uh, we'll 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 wrap here. Uh, thoughts okay. and prayers to everybody. Well, yeah. Well, I wanted you to leave a message for um MJ. No, Mac J. Um, for him to uh, listen to in the future. Like he just got born. What do you want to tell your son? Mac, welcome. We've been waiting for you, even if we didn't know it. Um, our family is fuller now that you're here. We're so excited about everything that you are and will be. And uh, I'm just so, I'm, there's a challenge and a, a personal, you know, ego thing when it's like all eyes are on you and the dad of this family. and. Uh, you'll be looking up to me, but I, I think uh, I'm accepting the challenge willingly, and I'm excited that it's going to be you and Carter who will uh, carry on uh, this family's name from my side of things, because I'm already so proud of you, and uh, you're beautiful, and uh, your personality is, is starting to show, and I'm just so thankful that you that you entered our lives when, you, when we did. Your mom and I are very practical, planned people, and you are not that, And but James... James 1 chapter 1 verse 17 said all good and perfect things come from the Lord and I'm so so thankful that you are here because you are good and you are perfect and I'm and I can't wait to uh just create memories with you that you remember as much as I have bye bye